You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hello, good citizens of the internet. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the ToneMob.com podcast, the guitar gear show for builders, users, abusers, and tone hounds of all stripes. I'm your host, Blake Wylan, and with me today I have Ryan McCaffrey of McCaffrey Audio, overall good gent, and most importantly, the number one fan of Hulk Hogan and the wrestling boot band. How you doing, Ryan? Yes. <laughs> good. How you doing, man? <laughs> I like that intro. <laughs> oh, yeah. Awesome. I've been working on it. But uh, yeah, well, I, I'm guessing that you probably listened to the wrestling boot band a couple of times. You've gone swimming with a buddy. You've been eating your vitamins. I've been definitely all the above. I have. I've been eating my vitamins. Not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. There's a little backstory to that. So yeah. Well, I, I'll I'll let you go ahead and tell it. I uh, I can't remember exactly yeah. how it started, but I believe it was Fourth of July. Oh boy. I, yeah, I think it was Fourth of July, and. Um, you know, I was in my usual Hogan self, listening to some jams, and I perchanced on the Instagram and saw a picture of the Hulk playing the red, white, and blue guitar, and I'm like, oh boy, this uh, this looks like it might be a similar stripe to us, and uh, we went back and forth with some lyrics, and I think you were the one that actually said, oh man, we gotta stop, or we're gonna be here for hours, and I think uh, we talked serious for maybe 30 seconds. So Yeah, which I imagine is what this is going to be a lot like, too. So Yeah, you know, I normally I don't have a lot of serious conversations. In fact, uh, we just got back from Summer Nam, and uh, myself and my team members were joking around out of the, what have you, three, four, or five days we were out there in Nashville. I, I think if we had one hour of serious conversation, that would be pushing it, so... That sounds about right. Keep her on the light side. Yeah, yeah. For sure. That's the way to go. Yeah. Yabba dabba. Well, yeah, you ask away, and I'll try to, to answer the questions as best I can. And if I don't know it, I'll make it up. So. All right. That sounds good. That's the way I, that's the way I go through life. So <laughs> Wonderful. So the yeah. uh, first thing I was kind of wondering about, I was poking around on your website <laughs> a little bit. Um, and uh, you, you mentioned in the, the good old about section where uh, sure. you, you spent your your life kind of growing up around music um, and influenced by that, that whole uh, wonderful thing that we call music. Um, can you tell yeah. me a little bit more about that? Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, uh, quick down dirty as possible. Um, uh, my dad's a guitar player. Um, he started teaching me guitar when I was six. I'm 34 now and um, been trying to play ever since then. And I grew up around musicians. Um, a lot of my dad's friends were in gigging bands and would constantly be out to shows watching them and trying to strum on guitar. And in the meantime, we had the old Pioneer uh, turntable in the living room with those big Koss uh, headphones. I don't know if you remember those at all. Oh, yeah. The big green oh, ones. Oh, yes. You know, with the curly cord mm -hmm. and everything, the quarter-inch jack. Love so. that. Grew up, oh man, oh man. That I'm. In fact, I'm looking for a pair. So if anyone out there has a pair they want to part with, I think that would be nostalgic heaven. So. But um, grew up listening to vinyl. Uh, the Beatles, huge influence. Um, a bunch of stuff. Wishbone Ash, Deep Purple, you name it. So um, been doing guitar and amp repairs for um, almost 11 years now. In a prior life, I was a firefighter paramedic for 15 years. 
uh, did that on my downtime um, and about uh, over four years ago now. I was going to purchase a Klon pedal. Um, I used to have two silver Klons. And I looked on the gear page and I saw that they were going from anywhere to twelve to fourteen hundred dollars used. And I, I don't even know what are they nowadays. I I yeah. think they're in the well, I can't remember the silvers, but the golds are in the three grand neighborhood and the silvers oh my. the silvers are not far behind. I mean they're right in that neighborhood. Oh my yeah. god. It's crazy. Now would you would you would you spend that uh, much money on a clown? I would like to think that I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you answered very wisely, my friend. That's a that's a good answer. I, I really would like to think that I wouldn't, but it it wouldn't stop the uh, the 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 wanting. If I uh, if, yeah, I probably wouldn't just because um, yeah, I keep um, buying things. I've I've had a, a vintage jazz master on the list for a long time, and oh, and uh, I keep buying other things instead of that and depleting my my jazz master fund. So I need to knock that off. So oh I can yeah, get my jazzy. Well, and I I know you're like none of the rest of us gear hounds, gear whores, whatever you have it, and you're buying stuff thinking that you're gonna uh, scratch that itch, and it's never gonna be scratched until you get what you desire. Yeah, it's impossible. And then three three months three months from that, but you know I always wanted a vintage telly. You know, and then you start looking at vintage tellies. And... Well, I, I, that was actually what the the big one that derailed my Jazzmaster fun was a was a, a seventy four Tele Custom. Uh, oh I yeah. I just seen it. You know, um, me and my buddies. Were, well, we were actually going shopping for the drummer for, ironically, his first real drum kit. He uh, had been oh, he had boy. been playing an electric kit, and so oh. we were getting ready to go in and record our album, and we needed a he nice. needed a real drum kit because that's what you need. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I just happened to look on a on a local guitar store's website the morning we were getting ready to go. I'm like, oh, look at that Tele Custom, man! I like to go in there and play that thing. Not really thinking that I was going to buy it, but you know, bring the money just in case. Well, uh, you you never know. Emergency might happen. Yeah. There. <laughs> And I played it. I got three guitar players in the band, and, and I played it, and the other two guys played it. And they're like, "Man, this thing is sweet." I'm like, "I know. Oh, I really want it." And they're like, "But, but oh, the no. Jazzmaster." And then I went, "Well, yeah. uh, I guess I'm getting this Telecaster." <laughs> yeah. What, what? It was probably like, "What Jazzmaster?" You know, you're probably already at the counter type thing. So. Yeah. But, oh boy. Oh but boy. I do love that yeah. guitar, so I can't say I'm mad at myself for not, you know, for doing that. But. Oh man, that's clutch! All original and everything. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, everything's original. Still got that uh, good old Seth Lover Wide Ranger in the neck, which I just fell oh, yeah. in love with. That pickup, just love that thing. Oh, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever listened to Silverchair or not, but I remember Daniel Johns went through a phase where he was playing um, a guitar similar to that. I think it was um, that you said a Telecaster Custom or Deluxe. I'm uh, it's the it's the Custom. It's uh, the single yep, single yep, coil yep. and the bridge uh, and the. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. It has the single coil, and the deluxe has the two. Uh, what is it? Unbuckers or yeah, the yeah, they're buckers. They're the two uh, wide rangers. They both. They all have wide rangers. Yeah. And the, and there the, you go. The deluxe has it in the in both spots, kind of like the Starcaster and the yeah the thin line. And then the uh oh, the, the deluxe has oh, the yeah. big headstock. The, yes. It's so good. So good. Oh man, I love those huge headstocks. Oh man, yeah. I mean, they're all they're all goodness. And if you find, obviously, you found a good one from '74. You know that wasn't uh, 
swimming in the poly and you know uh, the neck gap super huge so that's awesome exactly man. so yeah sweet yeah that's uh, so that derailed me and and then uh, yeah <laughs> well how long did that take um as far as the build up couple minutes uh, oh oh yeah just a yeah. couple minutes uh, yeah yeah <laughs> just well, the weird we we didn't even talk like that would happen but here we are yeah <laughs> uh, uh yeah well cool man um i, I could talk about gear well that's i'm guessing you could that's too, what so. we're all about so that's fine you know what you know what so yeah anyways uh, i'm sorry I, I didn't mean to start talking about vintage guitars but uh, yes you did uh, go, go ahead. yeah i well maybe just <laughs> i'm sorry don't be mad at i me. promise i won't <laughs> all right all right thanks yeah. So, uh, anyway, where were where were we? Um, at, uh, I think we left off on. Uh, I don't know, but we. Uh, oh yeah, Beatles influence was somehow <laughs> z- uh, zagged into that. I'm not sure how, but that'll happen again. Yeah. That'll happen again. Uh, well, yeah. I think Harrison played one, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> For five hundred. Yeah. yeah. So lots of lots of Beatles uh, vinyl, um, all that goodness, and. Um, you know, just kept on uh, keeping on, I guess. Oh, that's right. So I've been doing guitar uh, amp work, um, you know, for a number of years. Looked at the clans. I saw the ridiculous price tag. I thought to myself. Oh, that's how we got there. That's you know, how we got there. Yeah, okay. yeah. Ex- now, see, look at A blind squirrel finds another for once in a while. It's like, <laughs> just it just takes a little bit for the hamster to get going in the head. Yeah. But, um, so I, I thought, how hard you know foolishly i said to myself how hard can it be to build a pedal you know i i can solder in pickups i can do fret work you know put some tubes in an amp mm-hmm. you know all that kind of stuff well you know <laughs> a couple of years uh later and I, I think i got an led to come on and uh you know i, <laughs> I got the quarter inch jack in there and maybe it made some scratch noises but so, you know, I got the first pedal working, um, um, and it, after that, it was just like, oh, boy, oh, boy. You know, I, I can make pedals, you know. So it was strictly hobby, um, and I did it on my 24 hours off, so I worked a 24-hour California swing, it's called, 24 on, 24 off. Gotcha. Um, and then, you know, you know how it goes. It's uh, the same old song to dance, uh, I guess. Um, hey, can you build me one of those? Hey, can you repair this? Hey, can you mod that? And um, I kind of came to that that crossroads where it was like, geez, this could actually be a business. Um, and little did I know that um, running a, a business is so much more than just uh, building pedals and enjoying the gear. In fact, I think I play guitar maybe once a week, <laughs> twice a week. So it uh, it's kind of weird how that works out. But yeah, I, I can totally hear that. What? Um... I, I yeah. just started wondering what was that first pedal that you uh, actually built? The very first one, believe it or no, was a clone. Oh, okay, a okay. Clone. there you go. Yeah, so I and I tell you what, I trashed so many pedal boards. I mean, so I would buy circuit boards, I would I would do all sorts of weird, you know, like putting butter and sugar into pedal. I mean, all sorts <laughs> of stuff you're not I did it. But um, lo and behold, I, I got something working. And then I went, it was like this huge wah pedal kick. I was building a bunch of wahs. And then, of course, uh, fuzzes. Uh, it seems like a lot of builders, including myself, um, um, because they're pretty simple circuit-wise. So, um, And now I uh, um, build pedals that, you know, the noise comes out. And hopefully it's pleasing to the ear. And case and so on and so forth. So. That's very cool. So I was always curious about yeah. the, the Klon circuit. Um, because I have no 
um, no experience with uh, with actually building. Well, I shouldn't say no. Very little experience yeah. with building anything. And sure. I and I I know sure. that the the Klon is the classic goop circuit, right? That's the kind of one of the yes. ones. Yes. Yes. Um, how did yep. how did everyone start figuring out? Because I'm like I'd see that and go, well, I can't. Well, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and me both like uh, well the end. Yep. You know so. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I don't even, I guess I don't even know. I know a, a brief, brief history of the pedal and uh, the designer and so on and so forth. But um, I, I'm guessing, you know, someone published here is what I'm thinking the schematic's doing. Um, the schematic got out somehow. I mean, nowadays it's like you can, if you went on Google and add, you know, typed in Klon schematic, you'd have millions of images pop up and layouts and you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. So it's now, is it exact? I, I guess, you know, we'll never, ever know because there's magic in there or what have you. Yeah. But, um, I tell you what, I have a clown quote on my board. Um, I forget the maker of it. I apologize, but it is the closest thing I have played yet to date. That sounded like my silver ones that I had uh, years back. What? So they're getting pretty, I mean, they're getting pretty darn right. good. It, is it the J-Rocket? Yeah. The, the Archer? No, actually, no. And that is like, man, that thing is going crazy right it now. It is. People are. Yeah, I, I tell you what, there is science and obviously behind that, like, you can put out a pedal that's like, you know, the latest, greatest, boy, this is the shiny overdrive pedal that no one's ever heard before. But you put out a pedal with an aluminum enclosure and brown Davies pointers knob and, you know, put like some sort of mythical creature on it. <laughs> it I, you know what yeah. I mean? It's same with like, it's same with like uh, tube screamers or our zero to 60 is, I hate saying it, you know, it's not a tube screamer, but the circuit at the base of it is a screamer. Right. You know what I mean? And, but even, even myself, I, I, I see uh, uh, J-Red's ads, J-Rocket's ads in, you know, premier guitar and whatnot. And I, I find myself looking at it like, oh, well, I wonder how it sounds, you know, like, I wonder how much they are. Well, they're they're, you know, they're not that bad uh, uh, as far as price goes. I, I mean, I think they're pretty normal drive, but I do want one, even though I haven't played it. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, I was going to ask you, have you played? So you, and what about, have you ever, uh, I've never played the Soul Food. Have you yes. played the one Soul of Soul Food is great. I mean, is yeah, it? it really is. It's not, it's, it's, Interesting. yeah, it's surprisingly good. I, to me, uh, you know, to me, it doesn't do as good of like the breakup thing. Like when you get, when you okay. get a clone that's actually like breaking up itself yeah, instead yeah. of using it as the clean boost, which a lot of people do, um, the soul yep. food doesn't really sound clone esque in that kind of way. But the the okay. clean boost portion of it sounds great. I think it's I think it's great. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Soul Food has a good drive sound, but it's just not sure. to me what the Klon sounds like. And they, I'm, I'm guessing they can't be that expensive. I mean, if you'd go buy a Soul Food from whatever a store or online. Oh, they're like right? they're like sixty I mean, bucks. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah, no wonder why they're crazy. Yeah. Um, and I know Josh was modding those things, and maybe he still he still is. is um, yeah. Josh with JHS. So, yeah, um, and I don't know what my, you know, maybe maybe he'll give me one of those or, you know, I I think he's mad at me again, but I, I don't know, maybe we can get one from oh, him. Oh, what'd you do? 
I don't know. He's just no. <laughs> I always, I always, um, I, I like messing with Josh a little bit, and I'll, I'll send him text saying, "I'm sorry, you're so mad at me," <laughs> you know, or I'll send him, I'll send him crazy pictures, and, and I, I finally got him sending me crazy pictures back. But um, no, he, he's, I tell you what, he's a great, great guy. Nice. Um, yeah, he, he was definitely one of the guys that um, helped me um, during my formative years. And even to this day, you know, I can still reach out to him. So well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've had, uh, se- I've had several of his pedals on my, my list for a while and yeah, I haven't but... grabbed any of them yet just because, well, I get derailed with something else. It's not for any real reason, well, but I just keep getting derailed. Now you're, now you're telling me you get derailed from something. Yeah. Well, I get. I don't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not. Are buying you not buying it? it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. What? What were we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Squirrel. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, shiny quarter. Uh huh. Um. So you you've never had a JHS pedal? Uh, no, I have not, and I feel like I'm probably one of the few and far between. And it's not because I don't I'm, have access to them. They're they're at my local shop. No. I just haven't done it. That is that is a funny funny story. Um. I asked Josh jokingly about a week ago, I said, hey, send me an angry Charlie thinking, you know, he's, you know, messing around with me or whatnot. Well, he's like, yeah, sure. I'll send you an angry Charlie, you know? And so I was like, well, what do you want of ours? And we sent him off a zero to 60. Mm -hmm. We just got uh, the angry Charlie today at the shop and it is the very first JHS pedal I've ever owned. And I even texted him, you know, I said, hey, thanks, man. You know, fun fact of the day, this is the very first pedal I've been, ever owned by you. And um, it is, it's pretty slim. Nice. You know, it's, it's a pretty, <laughs> it's a good pedal, um, you know. Very so. cool. Yeah, the, the yeah. ones of his that I've really wanted, well, originally the, the Panther Cub is, was high on my list. Yes. And then I got derailed. I yep. got derailed, I, like I keep talking about. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, with a uh, solid gold effects um, uh, Electro Man. Uh, which is ah, not the same yeah, yeah. thing, but it has some of the yep. same features that I really like. And okay. that one just happened to be. I actually went to my local uh, my local store, Old Town Music here in Portland, with the intent of, pur- of nice. purchasing a uh, Panther Cub because I knew they carried JHS, and yeah. they didn't have one. And you know the gas was strong, and I needed a delay. Pe- oh, I needed yeah. a delay pedal that I could mash a switch and make a racket with, and that had an effects loop. And I was like, "Oh, well, Solid Gold has the Electroman right there. I better just get that one." And well, of course, and it's, it yeah. is an amazing <laughs> delay. It's different, but uh, totally different. You know, it's a digital. Uh, 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 sure. What's that? The PT two three nine nine or whatever yep. uh, delay. Yeah. But man, they see you know stuff about electronics. You just you just whipped off the the circuit chip uh, there. That is, you know, the extent of it. There you go. I just, well, you, well, if uh, Chris Benson from uh, Benson Amps listened to this, he'll laugh because I was talking to yeah. him about something and uh, I sent him a uh, block diagram. Okay. And I called it a schematic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, uh, it's like musical. No, I don't know how to read a lick of music, you know, so you can just draw some stuff on there, you know, and it's good to go right yeah he was like he he was like yeah that's not what i need i'm like oh what do you need he's like i need a schematic (laughs) i'm like well that looks like you know it's got stuff on it that is electrical and it's it's... on paper isn't that what a schematic is yeah good good enough i mean gee what do you want from me it doesn't help that it was also Uh, in french well Jeez, I mean, bakers can't be (laughs) choosers i'm guessing but (laughs) no yeah Uh, oh boy 
you know, it, there there are times I, I'm even, it's like I don't claim to be a master of anything, but if I'm working on a schematic, say we're getting like a final design um, so we can get beta product and stuff like that. And um, I still have to look you know, like, okay, how how do I draw the double pull, double throw switch again? You know, <laughs> right. Oh boy. You know, and I'm sitting there doodling cats and stuff like that. And, you know, Jacob, one of my team members will yell at me, you know, but, um, so anyway, yes, anyways, the PT 2399. And, you know, I always hate calling it digital because we're even working on some delay prototypes that we're actually in version five. So we're almost, uh, going on a year and a half. I've been working on this layout. And I mean, this thing sounds analog, like the note decay and everything is, you know, super lo-fi. Cool. But you know what I mean? Because it has the PT-2399. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, and and what did you think about the solid gold effects? Did it did it scratch the, the itch? Or? It did. Oh, man. I nice. love that thing so much. Uh, oh, and you still have oh, it? Oh, yeah, I still have it. Well, oh, I'm not. Go. See, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I Not only do I... I purchase too much gear. I don't get rid of it. Are you married? I am. I am. Now, what in the world? You know, I just asked um, um, our main man, Arnold, from Vintage Guitar, the same thing. Like, he's telling me about this Strat that he got, a 61 or a 62. I'm like, dude, are you married? Yeah, and he is. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, how are you guys doing this? Well, here, here's the secret. This is the secret. Uh, the, or this is my secret. Uh, all right. Um, uh, first of all, uh, I'm the one with the full-time job. Well, there you uh, and, go. And I take care of all the bills. Perfect. And you just hope that when you die, that your wife doesn't sell your guitars <laughs> for what you told her they cost. <laughs> that's uh, well, yeah. That's what you hope. No, that, well, I, there you go. You got a couple. You got a couple of strong points, and you know it sounds similar. I have a friend uh, here where I live, and um, he. He's, I don't know, 65, 66. He's been buying, you know, gear long before we were born. Mm-hmm. He's got all these old telecasters. Oh. I'm like, I said, Archie, doesn't your wife, like, you know, ever say, what the heck are you doing? He's like, no, I just keep using the same case when I bring new guitars in the house. I'm like, holy. <laughs> oh, man. Gee, there's so, another trick. So you don't let her go downstairs? Or... There's another trick. What's the deal? Oh, there's, there's another trick that I have for everybody. Uh, I actually had to. I, if you can build a separate Uh-oh. room. Oh. outside your house now you can yes. just kind of migrate stuff back and forth and it just looks the same from the from the back porch window it all looks the same so you yep. uh you know there's another secret <laughs> i hope my wife doesn't listen to this uh, yeah i was gonna say well if the secret's out and uh you know they'll probably find the tunnel and everything that you got <laughs> I, i'm like i'm envisioning this like uh you know, a shack, and then there's an underground tunnel, you know, that you uh, transfer gear to and fro, but, um, well, maybe I should get digging one of these days. Hey, but, it's, not a, it's not a bad way to go. It took me a little <laughs> while to get, it, get the shack erected, but uh, that's uh, the Tone Mob headquarters yeah. now, so it's... Uh, I like yeah. it. Hey, it it's kind of sounds like McCaffrey Audio, you know, there's a bum living in the shop, and... <laughs> You know, we got wild animals running around. Hulk Hogan, we have it on vinyl, so it just keeps skipping, you know. And, oh, uh, on but... vinyl. Man, that's killer. <laughs> it don't get any better than that. Oh, I, oh, I wish. I wish. Um, no, I think uh, we have Ozzy Osbourne, Speak of the Devil, Diver Down, um, Band on the Run, and Devo on vinyl in the shop right now. Oh, Devo. Now you're talking. Oh, boy. 
Oh boy. Yeah, and that was a good will buy. I couldn't believe it. I got it for a dollar. I'm like, holy cow. Hey, there you go. Rock and roll. So, yeah. All right. Here is, I got another subject for us to get derailed on. Uh, I'm, I'm loving okay. it. <laughs> what, what do you got? What's your favorite, or not your favorite, but your current guitar rig look like? Oh boy. Um, and usually that's ever changing. I'm sure, oh, yeah. you know, you can, well, no, maybe you can't relate. You got all, you got the shack built and a tunnel full of guitars and amps and pedals. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the current rig, I'm I'm actually sitting in the the home headquarters right now at uh, at my desk in uh, the basement, and um, I'm looking into my music room. I have a um, PRS SE30 um, head that I've modded, and I got vintage glass in it. I got in a vintage glass kick about a year or two ago, and oh boy, that's another rabbit hole. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, oh my goodness, um, and that's going into an Avatar 212, uh, oversized uh, with uh, vintage 30s. I have a 2002 um, Bad Cat Hot Cat 30 in seafoam green. Yes. Um, that oh my goodness, that amp is just so good. Um, and that's loaded with vintage glass. I got uh, Telefunken's uh, for in the preamp, and then I have um, I think it's Mullards or Tunsils. I forget for the EL 34s. Okay. And then I have um, a uh, Fender Princeton. Uh, the custom 68 series yes um have you seen that's a pretty good amp i i uh, this is the second one i've owned in fact we had it with us at the nam show um and i've the only thing i did to it is uh put vintage glass in it um other than that it's stock and then my pedal board at the moment is i have an earthquake devices everyone's got to have an earthquake yes you do uh pedal um i have the arrows um i have josh's angry charlie on there i have a uh full-tone uh, mini deja vibe i think that's like my 10th one that i've owned where i don't know i th- think we talked about it we're releasing or re- release the run rabbit run vibe oh so we, I'm, I'm, we uh, haven't talked about that but i was gonna bring it up yeah all right well gosh <laughs> i'm no, sorry that's fine now now the party's spoiled um <laughs> so i've been uh i've been you know just listening to a bunch of vibes mess around with them and then i have uh the clan clone um, and, um, yeah, my go-to guitar, I have, uh, a couple of Gibson, uh, custom shop, Les Pauls, a 1980 Gibson ES347. Um, you know, I have a couple strats. I have a De Temple 52 Tele. Um, but my go-to guitars lately, we have, uh, the company has a Mira S2 in Seafoam oh, Green. Yeah. And then I have a, um, PRS S2, uh, single cut semi-hollow. Man, that thing is freaking slamming. Hey, I'm I'm loving that guitar. I've heard nothing but good about the S2 stuff. I have not played one yet, but oh, man, man. I, everybody seems oh. to love it. It's it's like, and I'm sure you've had PRSs. I, I'm guessing in the past. Actually, I have not. Um, oh. Yeah, and it's not. There you go. It's uh, it's just getting sidetracked. Uh, there yet again yeah. is the only reason I don't, because I've always wanted one. It's. Yeah, this is kind of weird. This is uh, no JHS pedals, no PRS. This is like I used to work with a captain who's never had a Big Mac before, or or barbecue spare ribs. I was like, man, you're this is bizarre. But um, <laughs> that, that no, is bizarre. I, it, yeah, I'm like just you know I'm like Eric, just have a Big Mac. And he's like, well, I've made it this long. Why would I eat one now? I'm like, eh, touche. Well, so, um, <laughs> I guess I don't have anything. Yeah, so. there are better burgers, so I can't be like it's the best <laughs> yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah, you know that you don't even have that argument no. anymore. So it's just like, well, okay. Yeah. 
Um, but I, you know, I've, I've had a lot of PRSs over the years and, you know, uh, decent ones and really, really nice ones, mm-hmm. you know, artists, you know, tent top, Santana one, you name it type deal. And when I used to gig, you know, um, uh, before, uh, the business, um, you know, humble to be doing great and, uh, four kiddos, um, I would be so nervous. Like every time I'd gig with one of my nice PRSs, like, I don't want to, you know, someone to look at it wrong mm-hmm. and, you know, may, you know, maybe something will happen to it. But the S2, it's like, eh, you know, it's whatever. I mean, it's still a nice guitar and the pickups are made overseas. It, the top isn't um, carved, you know, it's CNC'd. Right. And I, you know, I thought I'm going to get this guitar. I'm going to rip out the pickups, the electronics, all that. Everything is stock. I mean, even the pickups, uh, they use, I think they're CTS or Alpha Pots. It's a paper and oil Mallory cap. I mean, it's like, geez. So, yeah, very, very uh, impressed. And I would say go try one out, but then you're going to be one step further from the Jazz Master. So <laughs> I don't want to be responsible. All for right. That. All right. So you didn't say try one out. All right. I'll yep. let the record and show of course you said you not to try it. Out. <laughs> yes. Please uh, annotate that um, uh, for the record. Yeah, so that's uh, my current rig. Uh, s- similar, or I mean, do you have a myriage of amps, or um, do you have a go-to? I, I well, um, I have a co- I've several amps. Um, I have uh, my my main one I got last uh, last winter, and it was uh, it's my Benson uh, Benson amps Monarch. Yeah. Um, that's my my go-to these days. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to check. I, I'm sorry to interrupt it, but when you said Benson amps, um, I'm so out of the loop these days. You know, it's like I, I'm so focused on what we're doing. So I'm gonna have to check that out. Um, it definitely sounds like a interesting guy. And oh yeah, he's a super cool guy, and he makes great cool. stuff. And um, <clears throat> the guts of it are just beautiful. Uh, I mean, the outside oh, the yeah. outside's beautiful too, but. I mean, he's one of the only guys I know of. I'm sure there's other people doing it, but he doesn't use a board. Period. No. Oh man, that's crazy. No turret board or anything. It's just all he has these little these little tiny terminal strips, and then everything's yep. just literally as point to point as it gets. And uh, oh, it's uh, that's uh, yeah, that's all. I mean, the only other one that I know of, you know, in my small small view, is the bad cat that I got sitting in there right mm-hmm. now. I mean, you don't you don't see that a lot, so yeah, I like that kind of yeah. stuff. Hi, I'm Vincent, and I'm here to talk about the Maris Mercury X. My dad's always going on and on about how cool Maris is. He really went off on one about the Mercury X the other day. He said something about a 4,800 hertz sample rate and 99 preset locations in 33 banks. And something along the lines of the most advanced reverb pedal ever devised by man? That's all true, but I only care about one thing. This pedal sounds sick. So make sure you check out the Mercury X and all the other fine products at Maris.us, as well as fine retailers worldwide. All right, Dad, now can I have my talkie?
How exactly do artists get their music on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, Tidal, all these services? How in the world do you get your music there? Well, in the past, you had to use something called a record label. But these days, you can use DistroKid. DistroKid is the absolute easiest way to get your music up on streaming services. And it's the most affordable way to do so. Not only do plans start at $22.99 for the entire year, that's less than two bucks a month, DistroKid also does not take a cut of your streaming revenue, unlike some other services out there. Even better if you sign up by going to ToneMob.com slash DistroKid. That's ToneMob.com slash DistroKid. One more time, that's ToneMob.com slash DistroKid. You'll get 30% off. That's right, 30% off. They're already extremely reasonable prices. So go to ToneMob.com slash DistroKid and get your music out there. We are brought to you today by Sweetwater, specifically the Gear Exchange. You may have heard about this. This is a place where you can go to buy and sell your used gear. Maybe you got a pedal over there that's just kind of collecting dust. Maybe there's something you've been eyeing from the Sweetwater catalog. Well, right now is a great time to turn that unused gear into something you're actually going to use. Even better, if you sell on the Gear Exchange, you can keep 100% of the sale as long as you choose a Sweetwater gift card as your payout method. That is not too shabby, because let's be honest, most of this buying and selling we do is just to fund new gear purchases, and that is a great way to reach a wide variety of customers and keep 100% in your pocket, or rather, on your pedal board. So go check out the Sweetwater Gear Exchange and turn that unused gear into something that's actually going to help you write that next huge riff. And it's a kind of a unique, I mean, I, here again, I'm me with my electronics knowledge. I, when I was talking to him, it's, it's yep. kind of a unique, <laughs> it's a unique circuit in that he, I asked him, you know, usually things are based on something. And so I asked him, what mm-hmm. is that based on? And he says, well, about five different amps. So, yeah. um, it's got this, it's nice. got this, uh, um, British and American switch on it that, uh, oh, yeah. down, you get kind of more like Marshall <clears> chunky. <throat> Uh, type stuff, and then up, it's more mm-hmm. classic, kind of scooped, fendery type sound. Um, to me, um, it has the the breakup characteristics really have a supro type vibe to them. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. In the in the British yeah, cool. in the British section, it's it's still like Marshall esque, but it the to me it's more supro to my ears. Um, yeah, nice. And so yeah, he did a great job with that, and. Um, so is he is he using? I mean, is there two different types of tubes, or is it just the voicing? It's that's, just the, uh, the that's... circuit voicing. He uses um, he well he gives you options. I picked um, uh, the EL eighty fours. He also yeah, nice. he also uses six v sixes, which you know it's kind of whichever way you want to slant more. And I didn't really care. I just yeah. played a couple that were you know I played a six v six and I played the EL eighty four and I liked them both, but I liked the EL eighty four one a little bit better. So that's what I had him mm-hmm. do for me. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that's a good choice. I mean, they're both, you know, they both have their pros and cons. Um, so I'm guessing it's a lower wattage amplifier as well, 18, 20, 30? It's 15 loud ones. Yeah, nice. it's, uh, yep. he's, he's got a, he loaded it up with a Jensen, oh boy. Uh, oh, I, I just lost my brain apparently. Um, 
Oh, that no, that it just come on in. The water is fine. <laughs> See, that's how I look. It's a it's <laughs> is it's it, an um, Elmico magnet. It's the uh, it's a twelve inch speaker. It is. Is it that Blackbird or whatever? No, it's a vintage. It's a vintage reissue, um, Jensen that they came out with. I think in the last couple of years. It's a, is it the P twelve N? Oh man, I think it's the P twelve N. I man, I can't remember. I'll have to look when I get home. No, and I, you know, I always see um, some Jensen ads and whatnot. I know what you're talking about, like the vintage reissue stuff. And they look really, um, really nice. And I actually have some vintage Jensen's, excuse me, in the shop. You know, I kind of got into amp stuff before, excuse me, this went full time. And man, I mean, they look pretty period correct and everything. And um, I've heard nothing but good, um, good reviews. Uh, I, I've dug this one so far, and I've uh, I went to and plugged a uh, '65 Deluxe Reverb reissue into it, and um, mm. in, instead of the you know whatever stock speakers those come with, which I think those are pretty decent sounding amps to begin with, but uh, likewise, yeah. yeah. Um, the this uh, Jensen speaker really made it stand out. I'll have to I'll have to probably stick that in the show notes or something because that's gonna bug me. Yeah, now you're going to be um, tossing and turning, thinking about it type uh, deal, and yeah, and you know what? Um, actually, I got out of the habit. I'm going to derail it for a okay, second. Okay, do it. A, 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 I'm going for it. Um, a couple of months ago, I like the brain's always going. You know, we're we're always thinking about something. I'm you know uh, blessed to be working with a bun, uh, a handful of individuals. I mean, we're always thinking of something weird, but. Uh, I would actually, I would be in bed, you know, so I'd go to bed and I'd get up, you know, I'd wake up and I'd be thinking about like, you know, does the blue wire go to the red wire, you know, funny bone, head bone type <laughs> yep. of thing. And I would get out of bed and I would go eat a bunch of Oreos. And I've, I've never done that in my life. Like, you know, I, I just don't get up out of bed <laughs> once I'm already in bed. And, like go eat Oreos. Yeah, I mean, I maybe I did that when I was in high school, still partying type thing. But like, I, you know, I don't. <laughs> but you know i, I kind of gave that up because it's kind of an expensive habit it so. is and it, it's good for your uh you know diabetes and whatever else that you might... <laughs> the old diabetes yeah the diabetes oh the oh boy wilford oh, brimley. Man. um but man wilford brimley <laughs> that guy looks like a walrus um yeah I'm, I'm just throwing it out there i'm sorry if i offended anybody well, but i have seen the drawings well if i can ever get uh Colt from Walrus Audio on here. I was gonna ask him if his logo was inspired by Wilford Brimley, but you know, I've I've thought of um, those those guys are another great bunch of guys, and we weren't too far from them at the Summer Dam show. And I, I was looking at their logo, thinking the same thing. Not is it Wilford Brimley, but I'm like, I wonder how they got the name Walrus Audio. You know? I don't know, but I do dig their logo. It is cool, man. And you know, like they, they seem like another company. I even told them, I said, man, it's like, you guys, you guys got a good thing going. Um, seems like you definitely got your stride and you know, um, but they've been around for a while. They've definitely paid their dues and what have I, you. And they make uh, excellent products. I want their bellwether so bad. That is, um, um, that is awesome. Um, and now it's I love bucket brigade, uh, delays. I love them. And um, a couple of years ago, or maybe about a year ago, I was on this big bucket brigade, you know, delay chip, delay build thing. And then it went away. You know, we got to the PT2399, mm-hmm. so we we're bringing it all the way back around. And um, But now we might potentially be looking at bucket brigades again. But, I, you know, I want to do something a little bit different because 
Walrus Audio, they make an awesome, you know, from what I hear, tap tempo, all analog. You know, Josh does as well. There's a lot of builders out there that make awesome uh, tap tempo bucket brigade. So I'm thinking about maybe just putting one knob on there. Oh, boy. And um, getting nuts. putting a question mark next to it. You know, you decide what it there does. There you go. You decide. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's kind of like a contest. If you if you can actually figure out what the knob does, then you get to name the pedal. You know, kind of. Oh sort man, of, so. <laughs> I think half bad. I can get, I can get involved in that. Uh, yeah, post post a post a pic and like it, and um, you know, call your mom and um, you know, uh, have a piece of uh, cake or some Oreos and win the prize. So I, I like the sound of that. I would be up for I would be up for weeks. Just. What, oh, what is it doing? What is it? And what is it? I, like I, I probably wouldn't even turn it on for a while. I would just stare mm-hmm. at it, you know, like, like the little red button type thing. Yep. Don't push it. Yep. And then you know I might fall asleep and wake up and eat some Oreos. You know, one of my kids eat some yeah. Oreos. One of my yeah. kids would probably be chewing one of my legs and um, you know, dog barking. But yeah, for sure. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez, Louise. Oh man, that's great. All stuff. right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's great stuff. <laughs> we we've we've segued into something I I've, I was gonna ask you, which is uh, what kind of awesome. what kind of stuff you had in the pipeline. So you're thinking a delay. Obviously, you got that uh, yeah the vibe coming. Yeah, you wanna, yeah. You want to um, talk about and... that vibe since that's actually happening for sure? Yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't mind, that would be much appreciated. Um, so the vibe before I get um, you know, into my rabbit hole brain. Um. That that's uh, something. So prior to McCaffrey Audio, the company was called RJM Effects. Um, and then before it went, you know, full time and like, hey, you know, we're gonna pretend to be a real company type thing, and you know, really try this. Then we branded McCaffrey Audio. So I had when I was still RJM Effects, and it was really a hobby. Yet then, um, I had thirteen um, pedals. Um, some of them morphed in, like the zero to sixty was the E overdrive. The reactor was the tight line. And the green vodka was the green vodka, but um, <clears throat> one of those was a vibe. Um, I'm a huge Univibe fan. I I love Univibes. Um, you know, grew up listening to Hendrix as well, and love the the rotary sound you can get out of them. So I started messing around with all these vibe circuits. Initially, I went to the traditional, you know, one lamp, and it has four photocells, so very period correct. I'm going to do it by the numbers. Right. And then um, at one point in time, I had the Dunlop Rotovibe pedal. Remember that? Yes. It, it was the red wall. You know what I'm I talking do. about? I do, yes. It was an awesome sounding pedal. And I, I'm like, you know, if it was only made a little better or, you know, if it could do this, if it could do that. But I never knew how the thing ticked. I mean, this was years ago. Um, and when I was do- messing around with circuits and whatnot, um, I found a layout where you could take each cell. So instead of having one lamp for four different cells, it's a four stage phaser. You could like separate each cell um, and get like a crazier sweep. Um, you know, you can get the classic vibe sound um, or the, the vibrato, I should say chorus vibrato. Um, and I just started messing with that and tons of variations, you know, it was like, so this is almost two years um, that I've been messing around with the circuit. And then uh, we added um, um, a bunch of different features, but the one that's been really, um, uh, people have been digging is the crazy switch, which will uh, double your speed. Oh boy. Um, 
yeah and it's like it, it was like one of those idiot savant moments like most of my uh designs like you know i put a wrong capacitor or a resistor or a diode somewhere and uh, you know i turn it on i'm like you know why is it doing that and then i'm like oh that's kind of cool you know <laughs> yep. so so it was one it was truly one of those like oh my goodness now it sounds like a ring mod um you know and you can actually tune the ring mod octave whatever you want to call it to whatever key you're playing and so if you you know would hit your a string you can tune the um the oscillation or the octave up sound of it to that key um so like think almost like uh, raging's machine um how tom morello would use like the what was it the whammy yeah it was the uh, whammy pedal. yep yeah you know and he'd get all those like crazy sounds almost like that and then you can hit the foot switch again and you're back into normal uh vibrato or chorus land so, very cool uh yeah so um three foot switches and that was another thing i wanted the chorus and the vibrato on a foot switch you know i gig for many years a lot of the artists that we work with the, the regular joels like us you know i'm if i'm at a gig I'd, i'm not gonna hold on guys i gotta bend down here and flip the little toggle switch right. you know and just you know hold on so utilitarian obviously and then there's a three three-way uh bass response switch so when you take your depth back you can add more low to it so you're not losing the fullness of the effect uh like a lot of vibe clones oh, okay um you know right runner and different i'm not saying bad or good but just what happens like, yeah yeah exactly and, you know and that was actually um recommended to us um um, by another uh, good friends of ours like man no that's a killer idea mm -hmm. so and the the graphics I, I mean jeff is our um, man all things graphics and web and i always call him a jackrabbit uh, excuse me a jackrabbit smoking methamphetamines <laughs> i mean this guy holy cow i mean he'll like every design that you see on our pedals he he's had like hundreds of concepts and they're all smoking and it's like no that's good oh no that's good um and he did just an awesome awesome job with it cool. so is this a is yeah. this a, a bulb or an led based the, yep these are leds so each each uh stage or phase or phaser mm -hmm. um uh is um it's isolated with a um an ldr so um uh, a light diode resistor yes. am i saying that yeah. right okay very good hey see look at um <laughs> with a uh an led a three millimeter LED. gotcha okay so each stage is isolated yeah awesome yeah is so definitely definitely excited that's very cool a lot of people a lot yeah. of people are gonna dig on that though it seems like there's like there's <clears throat> univibe fans uh, i mean there's hendrix fans everybody likes hendrix's tone if you if I, I've never mm -hmm. met anyone that said, well, that guy's tone was okay. Yeah. And if, What's he yeah, doing? And if, and if, if I did, I, I don't know, I'd have to not associate with them, but it's probably one of those people that's like, you know, you're like, so what kind of music you listen to? Oh, I like all yeah. of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, what? Okay, cool. <laughs> right. So you like, like you could play them like a cannibal corpse record and then maybe like simon and garfunkel and they'd like them both they'd, that, yeah I, oh my goodness i haven't heard that band name in a long time cannibal corpse holy oh, cow yeah yeah well they're still around and that guy still has a huge neck so you know well it's funny you say that because actually uh, my kids are in bed right now that's what i have on their uh, little cd player nice um this cannibal or it's lullabies of course lullabies paralyzed um 
but anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so that I, 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 I get what you're saying. Like, and I was one of those people too, where it was like, when I looked at a vibe, you know, be it a full tone or prescription electronics, whatever, like I wanted it to nail machine gun and breathe, you know, and obviously our run rabbit is a play on words. Yeah. You know, I'm a huge Floyd fan. Um, so that, those were the, the, the sound in my head I was trying to achieve. Gotcha. And, and I'm guessing the other one was, you were going to say like craziness or. Um, well, I, I went here again. I went off the deep end. I didn't go yeah. where I intended on going. I was just going to say that like, it seems like Univibe fans and Hendrix fans are, are generally one in the <laughs> same. Like I like Hendrix and I'm, yes. a, and I, yep. I get down on Hendrix quite often, but I don't have to have a Univibe yep. in my chain because I'm not that like super, super Hendrix fan, I guess you want to say. Yeah. And <clears throat> And that's, you bring up an excellent point. I mean, that was an, that's another thing. Like, I love having a Univibe on my board, right? But obviously, real estate is, you know, minimal these days. And, like, the Univibe can be one of those pedals that you use on two songs, you know, out of four songs. Right. So, it's like, what else can we do to this thing to make it, like, cover a lot of genres, you know? It nails like some of the incubus stuff, you know, um, like, like I was talking about rage, um, early pumpkins, like on Gish and stuff like that, where they're using, um, what is it? The small stone phaser. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like that. So you can cover like a wide, wide, um, ground with it. That's awesome. Like, that's yeah. Yeah. That's kill- I think that's yeah, becoming cool more and more and more important to people these days. I mean, everybody wants the biggest board until you start packing it around and, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, oh man, we've had, if I even had like a, a half a cent for how many debates we've had in the shop on mini pedals, you know, like, yeah, um, but, um, and another thing I was going to, before I derail it, uh, another thing I was going to say is like, I know me personally, like, I don't have a lot of money, you know, I'm not lighting the old cigars with the hundreds. <laughs> right. So if I'm going to, if I'm going to go spend $200 on a pedal, I wanted to have a ton of options. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get the bane for my buck. You know, I want it to be an excellent um, pedal. You know, I don't want to put something in between my 74 telly and my Benson amplifier. <laughs> you know, that's going to that's gonna suck. You know what I mean? It's like, why would I spend 200 bucks on something that's going to make those two pieces suck? You know, so I want it to be damn good. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be super utilitarian. So. Right. Yeah, yeah user-friendly. User-friendly, lots of features, yeah. and sound great yeah that's uh that's and that's a big one um not to you know sound like a salesman but that's huge we have it written up in the shop we all we have is whiteboards like our walls are whiteboard dry erase right and that's even written up somewhere it says you know kiss like keep it simple stupid you know um i'm a i'm a but like um max another one of my team members he loves to like you know switch toggles and mess with you know, he's got like Strymons and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He loves messing with stuff. So it's like, what's the good balance between plug and play and tweakables? So yeah, I mean, yeah, there's plenty of people uh, that that kind of get overwhelmed with. I mean, obviously Strymons doing quite well, and their stuff is their oh, stuff yeah. is awesome. Um, but I, yeah. I've heard a lot of people get intimidated by their stuff, and I can totally understand that. It just uh, yeah, big time. <laughs> um. And I, I forget what I had. Uh, who makes the Nova Delay? Uh, that is TC Electronic. 
Yeah, it was an awesome. I mean, this was a few years back, but it was an awesome delay. But that's exactly what would happen. I'd be like, all right, well, there's numbers and stuff flashing at me. And, um, you know, I, I just want to slap back at Gore, <laughs> right. and, you know, before before I know it, like the spaceship is launching out of my basement. And, you know, it's like, what the frick? Mm. You know, what do I do? So, yeah, I know. I, I know what you mean. I'm going to keep it simple because <laughs> I'm not that <laughs> smart. So I got to go with that. Yeah, mine changes with uh, the wind. I got. I never, I never know what kind of mood I'm gonna be in. Sometimes I just I, a one knob, and sometimes I need thirty-seven knobs and twelve faders. Yep. Uh, it all depends on the day, I guess. Pre- yeah, and it, it's like it's the same with amplifiers too. You know, it's like I go through those phases with amps. Like, oh, I want a Doctor Z with three knobs, and then I want whatever a VHT with a hundred on there or something. You know, it's like so. I don't know. I guess we'll never be happy. Oh. Well. Unless I'm eating Oreos at 2 in the morning. Hello there. I'd like to introduce you to your new best friend, the Chase Bliss Audio Lossy. Lossy is a collaboration between Chase Bliss and Good Hertz. It's meant to give you some control over those weird digital artifacts that come with the pre-compressed audio. You're hearing it right now. All the changes that are taking place are strictly coming from my plane dynamics. I'm just interacting with the pedal and letting it do its thing. And some true stereo goodness. If you'd like some more details about Lossie, I'd invite you to head over to chaseblintsaudio.com. I think you're going to like what you find. Hey, this is Scott from Fly on the Call. Each week I speak to a different musician, whether they're in an established band like Silverstein or the Wonder Years, or band on the rise like Spanish Love Songs, Origami Angel, or Meet Me at the Altar. We discuss music and lyrics, the successes and challenges of being in a band, and more, as we get to the core of each artist. The show features musicians of diverse genres and backgrounds, so there's always a chance I'll be talking to your new favorite band. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey everybody, we did have a small technical glitch there, but not a big deal, the show does go on. But I figured this was a good opportunity to tell you about a upcoming giveaway that we are doing with Rogue Guitar Shop and McCaffrey Audio in which we are giving away one green vodka Big Muff Fuzz by McCaffrey Audio and yeah the contest officially launches on Instagram Friday August 21st 2015 however for you podcast listeners we're going to go ahead and give you a chance at it extra entry. That's right, an extra entry. All you got to do is go to tonemob.com slash green vodka and enter your information and you will get an extra entry into the Big Muff giveaway, the green vodka Big Muff giveaway. So yeah, that officially launches on Instagram Friday on the 21st. That's August 21st to 2015. But you can go to tonemob.com slash green vodka and get an extra shot. So back to the show.
And we're back. Ah. Can you hear me? I'm not sure what happened. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Now, are you putting commercials in this thing? Am I putting commercials in? Not like that. (laughs) (laughs) And now for a commercial. Uh, And now for our commercial break, brought to you by McCaffrey Audio. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, Welcome. (laughs) Yeah, that was bizarre, man. I, I could... I could hear you, um, like nothing changed on my end, and the words that you told me earlier were kind of ringing through my head, like, oh no, I'm going to have to like uninstall and install and download. and it, I don't know, it just must have had a little glitch, because uh, <clears throat> uh, I could tell on my end that I, my voice was being picked up. Sure. I could see, I could see the, uh, the little bar there running, but uh, I could not hear you at all, so yeah. I was like, oh, great. You know, hey. first big, first big long conversation I've had on. You know, I've had some shorter ten, fifteen minuteers, but uh, no yeah, doubt, of course. Well, of course, that's going to happen to us. I mean, have you? I'm sure this has happened where you're recording something. You know, um, you got a cool idea for a song, or you actually record a song and whatnot, and then it's like, oh, um, you're supposed to hit that like arm button for the track and uh, yep. <laughs> I suppose I suppose I should actually tell people what happened. Oh yeah, that's right. We're we're using a a, a kind of a new application to do these uh these podcasts with and they apparently have some glitches to work out because we had an audio failure where I couldn't hear Ryan anymore. So we aborted yeah. and uh started a new session and so we're back. <laughs> we're back and better than ever. <laughs> You know, I bet you could hear me, and everyone is just laughing at me, and I'm like, "Hello, hello, hello, mom." Are, well, are you, you, you know what's what's going to be funny is I bet it was recording you. Oh so boy! When I go back, when I go back and listen to the uh, the the track, the merge tracks, it's going to be like me going, "Huh, I can't hear you." <laughs> yeah. Well, and you going, "Hello, hello,", hey, hello. Hey. <laughs> and leave that and in there, a, please. I, I, I probably <laughs> will leave that in there unless it's unless we sound like too stupid yeah i mean mean, we you know we're gonna sound stupid but we don't want to give any more help to each other's (laughs) stupid yeah exactly yeah and well and i was making dolphin noises too so i think i got some good ones in there yeah oh man i now i'm excited (laughs) yeah now i'm gonna add i'm gonna add a bunch of delay to it (laughs) (laughs) oh Uh, oh, man i'm gonna add some self-oscillating tones to that dolphin (laughs) noise that's gonna be Oh yeah, and we'll we'll get you a run rabbit run, uh, so you can add like some crazy you know vibe stuff and delay, and then like just a big you know explosion at the end. So yeah. you're talking my language now. Oh, buddy, you are talking my language. <laughs> I'll have to share some uh, share some stuff I did with uh, another one of uh, my team members and great friend Tyler. Everyone calls him the Dragon. Um, we had a thing called Mother Beef, and we did that kind of stuff. But uh, anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, that's As great. you were saying, uh, so okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure what point we got cut off, but uh, <clears throat> I will segue into a question that I'm sure everyone's dying to know. Oh boy. What's your dream guitar? Oh, I thought you were gonna ask me like, how much do I owe in back taxes? Um, <laughs> that's a joke. I, I wouldn't I'm sorry. want that. That's a I, joke. I wouldn't want that on recording. Yeah, you know, we're we're all about sticking it to the man, you know. Rock yeah, and roll, I mean, so. well, big time, and you know, Ozzy Osbourne, and uh, no, my uh, my <laughs> Willie Nelson. <laughs> Will, oh, is that that one guy with uh, the hair and the guitar? Yeah, I think I remember him. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, dream guitar. Oh boy, 
You know, um, we were looking at a, um, a private stock today in the shop, um, one of our retailers, and um, you know, I, I think I'm I'm with you, my man. Something vintage. Um, mm -hmm. I, I had the honor of playing uh, some vintage Gibsons uh, over at uh, Schaefer Audio. Have you heard of those guys? I have. I have. Yeah, yes. very cool stuff. And um, I can't remember. I mean, that name rings a bell. I can't remember where I heard it. Yeah, they they it familiar. They make uh, the replica. It's that unit. Um, so Angus Young, you know, he plugged into a wireless setup. And yes. they were trying to like, you know, kind of classic syndrome, like, you know, he's trying to figure out how the thing ticks and, um, you know, he, he got it and it's really, really cool. But his booth had vintage Marshalls and like five vintage Gibsons, you know, a 58, a six, you know, Les Pauls, uh, SG. And I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I said, are these things real? He's like, they're pieces of wood. They're meant to be played. I'm like, holy cow. But I mean, just everything that you read about and you hear about when you play one of those instruments is true it's like it, i mean butter so I don't know. yeah i hate to sound cliche but man there is something about a vintage gibson so i, I i'm a i'm a one. huge huge fan so are I, I mean have you have you actually played some of the vintage i mean because i haven't really played vintage gibsons too too much so it's you know it's i, I, I i'm really fortunate to i actually have a a, a 55 junior well um, what in the world is going on over there you got all these vintage pieces a tunnel well that that one's a little bit different that uh uh that one actually belonged to my grandpa oh, i posted wow. it on instagram a couple of times so uh, oh, i'll yeah, have to it, check that out i was looking at all the fuzz uh pictures um all the fuzz units you have on instagram oh yeah, yeah i was drooling over that stuff so it's actually i'll have to check it out um a little bit of a backstory, if you don't mind me asking. Or, oh yeah, it's uh, well, he bought it um, uh, from a guy, uh, in it's a yeah, it's a '55 Les Paul Junior, and I he bought it in, I believe, like the early '60s, around '62, '63, from a guy. Sure. Um, that he knew, and he'd had it for years. Um, he played it off and on, and then, but he really played the piano more. And so he, he ended up kind of just sticking in his closet. And uh, Jeez. and uh, then in the uh, in about 2007 or 8, he, he, him and Grandma were watching the Antiques Roadshow. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, a, a junior, somebody brought a junior out, and he's like, hey, wait a second, I have one of those, you know, yeah. and it's, you know, in his closet. And I knew it was, there. you know, he just said it was just some old guitar. I didn't really know. And at the time, I didn't really know really what he was talking yeah, about. You know, yeah, yeah, you're probably <laughs> thinking like, oh, it's probably some, you know, Med um, Montgomery Ward, like, acoustic, I mean, that type of deal, you know. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and, uh, and, he, and he also had a couple old amps. You know, that's all he, I, he had an old guitar and old amps, and at the time, I was heavy into, like, the, my hardcore days. Oh, yeah. And so, and so I was like, well, that's cool, but, you know, whatever. I got an Ibanez like, with a wizard neck. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh yeah no, i never quite i never i've always been a gibson guy but uh <laughs> so yeah, you, know, I, you never stooped to my level i i oh, well man. i'm not i'm not against it i well, just never did so i was lying uh, about my setup um i'm sorry i'm oh. sorry <laughs> i'm sorry go go ahead and, yeah yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i'm terrible it's you're you're running a wizard into uh 5150 <laughs> yes and and it's neon of course 
and so is the fi- as, and so is the fifty one fifty. But I actually got a solid state fifty one fifty. Of course. Oh, uh, running into uh, wow, a, a one by eight cabinet. <laughs> well, this is a very interesting development. Oh yeah. What color? What color of spandex leggings do you prefer? Well, actually, I'm. Uh, it's all right. I'm wearing fishnet. Um, but okay. I mean, I, I'll post pictures on Instagram. So. All right, yeah. that'll be great. I'll re I'll repost for everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh. But anyway, uh, so like a little bit later, then he told me, you know, oh, it's a, it's an old. Uh, Les Paul Jr. and I'm like, oh wow, that's cool. And he pulled it out and was looking it over, and, and it um, did the kind of the classic thing where the you know the strings have been on it for a long time, so it pulls the the uh, uh, yeah. bridge pulls forward a little bit. Sure. Not bad. Yeah, but yeah. They, they did. They needed pulled the inserts needed pulled out and, and readjusted, and that was the biggest thing. I I had a, a local guy, uh, uh, Portland Fretworks, nice do that for me. So there's yeah. a, a little thing for them. They did a great job. Um, yeah, awesome. Uh, getting that fixed up for me, and other than that, it's all it's other than the the insert, it it's all re, it's all original. Well, actually, the insert is original. He pulled it out and put it back in with some epoxy. But oh my goodness, the thing just rips. And oh, he also man. had a a couple. Uh, he had a fifty six <clears throat> um, champ and then a sixty one <laughs> champ also. Oh and my he, goodness. Uh, he he was like, well, I don't really play them, so. Here you go, and I'm like, ah. oh my goodness, jeez, yeah, grandpa, that's, you know, I'm gonna hit my grandpa. Up. I'm gonna say, grandpa, <laughs> don't you, you got a, a vintage Gibson somewhere here, and and he's like, oh yeah, I got one of those. Oh yeah, there's like ten of them back in the class. <laughs> yeah, well, I got this, you know, I got this '59 Burst back here, but nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. serious. You know, I don't, I don't really like that red and that yellow type thing. And well, and here's one. It kind of looks like tobacco juice. I don't know. You want this? <laughs> um, you want man, this old that, thing oh that is killer um i mean you don't in fact uh we were talking to arnold uh from vintage guitar um and it, we were just talking about that like you never really hear that stuff anymore um you know it's so with the advent of antique road show and that kind of deal and the internet it's uh few and far between that you actually hear stories like that so it's super super cool when you do and um you know get to live it obviously yeah it's super it's you know super uh awesome i you know not just because of what it is but the sentimental value with it it's uh oh it's it's really cool and uh yeah for sure you can you can see um there's i really kind of a strange story that um so my 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 benson back to that yeah yeah he he was my grandpa was an upholster and he um after I asked Chris to make this amp, and I know that he had made some with uh, uh, that were wrapped in Pendleton wool. Well, I'm a big flannel Whoa. guy, so I got lots of Pendletons, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I wanted I wanted him to do the same for me. So he tried a couple different ones with materials I picked out at the uh, Pendleton store, and they uh, didn't turn out because I obviously was not picking the right stuff. Uh-huh. And so he, and so I said, well, just wrap it in your normal stripes; those look cool, then uh, that'll be fine. I'm not going to have a problem with that. Yeah, yeah. And I was going in the back of my closet, and I found this roll of fabric from my grandpa um, because I have a chair that he reupholstered that used the same fabric, so they gave me the roll of fabric. And uh, I was like, oh, this would look killer on an amp. Yeah. So I ran it over to Chris, and he covered it for me. And uh, now, and, so there's a, and this is the one that you have up on the, the uh, Monarch that you have on Instagram? 
Yes, it is. Oh my goodness, yeah, that's killer. So wow. there's a pic there's a picture on there um back a little ways. I I sent it to Chris before I actually had an Instagram page and he posted it. And I think I think Gear Talk posted it. Yeah, they did. Gear Talk posted it. This is all before I was ever even on Instagram. Lance and, got uh, a hold of it and he was posting it. Yeah, he yeah, he well, posted that it up. Guy. No, he's a good, he's yeah. a good dude. In fact, I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, no, that um <laughs> super cool. Super cool. Yeah, and so and so I I got I soon you know I got on Instagram a little bit later, quite a bit later. Yeah, so and likewise. I, like, I got to post my own picture on my own yeah. page. And then that was when I had like 100 people following me maybe, so I reposted it here a month ago and yeah, and it'll it's on there and it kind of actually I actually I know when I post. I posted it on Father's Day. Yeah, so. I was going to say it looks like it's about 3 weeks back. And um how many how many followers do you have if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I think right now it's like 4,700 or something like that. Man, that's awesome. It's, it's, it's really cool. I'm not sure what, what I'm doing. I'm, I'm guessing that it's my sparkling personality, but like, I, you know, been I usually go with since, that. Boyish yeah. good looks. Yep. Yep. All the above. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. No. But I, we've only been on there, you know, I'm, I'm kind of doing this project with a, a couple other people, but I'm definitely the face in the main guy i guess you want to say but yeah um uh we've only been on since march jeez so jeez i don't Louise. know well i don't I, know I what's think, going i on. think you have, <laughs> i think you have the right formula i mean who who out there you know that's one of us a you know a humanoid or whatever you want to call us that doesn't like looking at pictures of stuff like this i mean it, you just get lost like oh jazz master and blackface oh and I'm assuming these are your grandfathers. <laughs> I'm sorry, the the folks listening cannot see the pictures I'm looking at on my computer oh. or in my head. But uh, yeah, lots. No, lots I mean, of cool I do stuff. I, I do a lot of reposting, you know, from from other people, just because I only have so much gear, and people are gonna get tired of looking at you know my six guitars over and over again. So I I, I post a lot of other people's stuff just because. Uh, why yeah. not well uh, <laughs> and i mean i love i really i like your esteban guitar and i know it's made out of real wood but it is i mean i i guess i wouldn't mind seeing one more picture but maybe people are getting sick of it so well yeah. there you go it's real it is real wood <laughs> i mean like real oh man that and the freaking <laughs> keith urban yeah i'm gonna buy one i'm sorry yeah just do it. Just go for it. Just do it. Sometimes you need yeah. to treat yourself. That's what I always say at the shop. Men, <laughs> sometimes you just need to treat yourself. And I know there's money. Jacob, will you please look at the books? I know there has to be money to buy a guitar in there. So, um, Well, yeah. that's tax write-off. Yeah, and, you know, and, okay, so my son has one kidney left, you know, Beckett, and so I want to sell his other kidney on the black market. I mean. Well, he's he's not really using it. Yeah, kids are resilient. Jeez, he's five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's got years to grow another one. <laughs> yeah. I tried selling my dog's kidneys, but I guess they don't want them. So. Um, huh. Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm sorry. You're never going to have me back on the show again, and you're going to get a lot of emails and complaints. And um, Please forward them to Jeff at McCaffreyAudio.com. And, um, <laughs> All right. And, <laughs> He's gonna kill me. Oh my goodness! But uh, oh man, yeah. Uh, no, I'm gonna have to have you back on the show again. That's oh, for sure. This has been uh, this has been great, and we've went way longer oh, than I. I'm sorry, ended. ma'am. Uh, but uh, that's well, I'm I'm sorry. No, uh, I, I said 30 minutes, and here we are. You know, whatever. Well, I I was planning on I have like I said I have a lot of 
uh, old uh, new old stock glass diodes that I'm going through, reading the color bands on them. Um, oh yes, that was kind of my well, Saturday night here or whatever day it is. So that that's an important that's important work right there. You don't want to. You, you know, and it's something I've been th putting off and putting off. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go through these things, and because it'd be kind of cool to like build. A, I hate to say it, but a fuzz like with you know old glass diodes and stuff in it. You know, the weird <laughs> oh, stuff. Oh no, that yeah. that wouldn't be cool at all. No, I mean, no, don't do that. I would don't probably make that. it and use it as a paperweight again, but <laughs> <laughs> the kids eat them, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, and then I will stop. I promise, but. Um, I you know at some point in time I got a ton of old transistors um you know metal can types and diodes somewhere and I'm just fine this was like 2 or 3 years ago and I'm just finally going through them so um, right and they're like in the original packages and everything oh man very cool goodness so um yeah so anyways I'm sorry Wow, that's so that's that's awesome. Are you gonna like do a production thing with that, or you, you know, like we're always saw, and I'd love to hear feedback from you, obviously, and anyone else out there. Like, we always talk about doing that. Like, what if we would just do a batch of ten of these or twenty five of these things, and obviously they would be one hundred percent, you know, hand wired, you know, the whole nine per Ford uh, type thing. Yeah. So, I don't know what what say you um, type thing. Well. Last I checked, people really hate limited edition stuff. They like to have the same gear as everybody else. Yeah. Um, so that probably isn't going to be a very uh, good thing to do. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't do it. You're I would probably... just make one and send it to me and just send it right to me so yeah. nobody else has to deal with it. Well, we said we were going to at least make 10, so we'll, we'll just send you a ton of them. And, uh, that, that's fine. I think, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a clone of the DOD thrash metal pedal, and I'm going to make a limited run of 1,000 of them. And that should sell pretty good, so. I think that'll do well. I think that'll do well. Yeah, again. yeah. So, all right, cool. Yeah, just uh, shoot especially me your if you put a. Yeah, especially if you put like a horrible buffer in it, then everybody will be. But yes, I thought thing. that's what made the Klon magical. It was the buffer. Well, I mean, in the what oh. is it? In, it says almost always worse and almost <laughs> always better on it, or something like. That. Yeah, I, I I'm still trying to figure that stuff out. It's kind of like. Uh, you know the i'm sure the debate of the nitro and the poly and the the nitro and the i don't know you know not uh, I, not that i've ever read one of those threads before or 10 million times never but. why would you why would you waste your time looking at things like that yeah How trying to you, trying to solve age old problems so um <laughs> yes but anyway i i would be uh be honored to uh to be on your show again and um it was awesome um reaching out and connecting with you and we we can forever say that we met on fourth of july via social media and yes. a, a real american and if anyone questions that they're going to get the business yeah, end we, of the hulk so yeah yeah who's to say that magic doesn't happen and here in america on these yeah. days you know like oh miracles <laughs> are done no i don't think so <laughs> No, Naysayers. and I don't think <laughs> I don't think the Hulkster would agree with that at all. Yeah, well, and the the I think the magic comes from when he recorded that album, which you know I read on Amazon, Our Generation's Dark Side of the Moon, um, that the of budget course. was <laughs> the budget was for exotic birds like cockatoos and cocaine. So you know, magic is going to happen. Oh, you know it's good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. 
<laughs> Jeez. Oh, now I'm oh, going to wow. get a call from uh, Hulk Hogan's lawyer for defamation of character, but that's all right. Uh, no, we can work it. We, I think we can work it out with the Hulkster. He'll be, he'll be all right. Yeah, we're, it, you know, we're fans. We're and, fans. And, and any questions, comments, concerns, it's Jeff at McCaffreyAudio.com. And, um, yeah, so. All right. All right. Man, it was really awesome talking to you, Ryan. Yeah, likewise. Uh, again, we've been talking to uh, Ryan McCaffrey of McCaffrey Audio. He's making some awesome stuff. And Check thanks. him out. I will have the uh, website for that in the show notes. And uh, until then, as I always say... One last thing before we totally sign off here. I just want to remind you that if you do any shopping at Stringjoy, that's Stringjoy Guitar Strings made in Nashville, that will help me out as well. As I've said for years, I'm heavily involved in that company, and I really do think they're making the best products on the market. So if you would like to try custom strings, go to ToneMob.com slash Stringjoy and check them out today. I seriously, seriously, seriously love what the team down there is doing. I help them out with all kinds of things, and by you supporting them, you are also supporting me as well. And hey, you need some strings, so why not get some custom strings just for your guitar and playing style? Again, the link for that is tonemob.com stringjoy, and that will take you right to their website, and you can do all your shopping through there, and that will help everyone involved out. So thank you very much. Talk to you next time. We are brought to you by the wonderful folks at Gun Street Wiring Shop. Yes, Gun Street Wiring Shop. I've talked about them before. I used to say based out of Bend, Oregon, but guess what? Sean moved to my neck of the woods. Sean's in Portland. Sean is awesome and has helped me with a bunch of stuff lately. And if you have wiring needs for your guitar, he can help you too. If you want to get weird with it, he can get weird. If you just need to spruce things up a little bit, there's your guy. He takes all the guesswork out of doing your guitar wiring, and he makes it simple, and his customer service is top-notch, and I can't say enough good things about Gunstreet as a company. I really respect Sean and what he's all about, and the product is top-notch. I've got three different guitars that now have Gunstreet harnesses in them, and I could not be happier. So go to GunstreetWiringShop.com and check them out. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King, an off-road minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. Um, good luck and good tones. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Blake. Have a good one. Yep. Take it easy. You too.